master of chaos, lord of chance, and decider of fates, all must pay tribute lest my rules cast thee into oblivion. What was that? Uh, I don't know. How strange. Anyway, I'm Mert the Moneylender of the City Guard. And I'm Naimara Sheeran of the Harpers. And welcome to Organised Fun. Is that what is usually said? That is what is usually said. You said that like a question, like you don't remember the name of the podcast. No, okay, well, I won this week's game, which means I have to present it. And what were we playing this and, week? Oh, okay, hold on, hold on. Let me get a hang of this. It's very, Sorry. I'm not used to this. Welcome to Organised Fun, the board game podcast. Uh, we have been playing Lords of Waterdeep this week, um, but first... Oh, no, there's no business there's no business first. <laughs> <laughs> well, usually there is business. Usually. Like, that's so confusing, everybody. I know, sorry. This is organised fun, everyone, if you're used to listening to us, but not used to this like I am. Is it, when Mark um, hosts, it's, <laughs> it's disorganised fun. <laughs> anyway, well, we'll go straight into the, the game, Lords of Waterdeep, this week. Um, well, would you like to read the box? Oh, well, I wouldn't like to, but it's my turn. We've got to follow the rules. you like to? Well, do you know what I mean? It's not a matter of choice. It says here, Phil, read box on the notes that you've given me. Because it's my turn to read. Okay. Gold and double dealing flow freely in the City of Splendours. Lords of Waterdeep is a game of intrigue, shifting resources and secretive schemes in the most fantastic metropolis of the Forgotten Realms. The powerful lords of the city contend for control of Waterdeep, the City of Splendours. Behind the gleaming facade of tall buildings and winding streets, dark intrigues and shady back alley dealings play out, leaving the city's treasures and resources ripe for plunder. In this fast-paced game of constantly changing fortunes, you take on the role of a Lord of Waterdeep. Through your agents, you recruit adventurers and send them on quests designed to win favour and spread your influence throughout the city. Expand your treasury, purchase buildings, assign agents, choose your actions wisely, and you can become the supreme Lord of Waterdeep. Um, it's ages 12 plus, it can take about 60 minutes, and it's for two to five players. Well done. Thanks. And it's got the Dungeons and Dragons logo on it, so it's part of their yes. world. And incidentally well I was so like Waterdeep has a trademark and the Forgotten Realm has a trademark so I, these must be like well known places within mm. the Dungeons and Dragons canon and I was wondering whether oh, my voice cracked I was <clears throat> I was wondering whether people who play like proper Dungeons and Dragons would they know these characters you know like on the cards where it's like you've raided the temple of such and such is that like a common place in Dungeons mm. and Dragons who knows any, any Dungeons and Dragons players if you're listening like how much does Lords of Waterdeep tie into the to the other stories, etc., mm. in Dungeons and Dragons? Who knows? Yeah. Anyway, it says here, <laughs> that was so dis- sorry. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Shut up now. I'm concentrating on my list. It says explain the game outline. Oh my god. This is quite a complicated one to explain. Well, there's a board, right? Good, which good you start. play the game on. Um. So you have. Oh, how do we do? Okay. So we are different characters. Oh no, that doesn't even explain it really. Okay, we're characters and we have quests. Okay, little missions that we have to do. Um, and in order to complete these missions, we uh, there's certain requirements on these cards. Um, now, obviously, you've got the the sort of Dungeons and Dragons world uh, quests. So there's one here that's like install a sp- 
spy in Castle Waterdeep. And in order to do that, um, the requirement is to collect these little um, cubes, different coloured cubes, uh, and sometimes some money as well. So uh, for this particular one, you have to have four black cubes and four pieces of gold. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna right? interject there just just to say that actually these cubes represent like people that you send to do it. Okay. So the white cubes are clerics, the orange ones are fighters, the black ones are rogues, and the purple ones are wizards. So for what was it? Install a spy in Castle Waterdeep. Mm. You just need four rogues. Yeah. Although we didn't really think of them in terms mm. of no, we people. Were just we were just like, I blocks. need a purple. Yeah, you do. That. You can get into the story, <laughs> or you can just be like, I need these colour blocks. Yeah. Um. So once you've done that, then the reward is usually points. Uh. So it's after eight rounds, it's the winner with the most points. Um. Or you might get some other extra cards to help you, or some extra cubes for your next quest. Um. And the way that the rounds work, as I say, there's eight of them. You have little meeple. Are they meeples? They are meeples. They're slightly larger than usual meeples, but they are meeples. They are meeples. Uh. So how many do we have? Five. Well, we started off with four. Yeah. But you unlock a fifth one halfway yep. through the game. So you have a lovely map of Waterdeep, I suppose, and on the map are various locations. Uh, so you take it in turns. The round consists of placing your meeple uh, in turn by turn on one of these on one of these locations. And on those locations, you can then uh, it says what you get. You might get like four gold, or you might get an orange cube, or a white cube, or something. And so you have to place turn by turn until your four meeples are done. Okay, um, and then you you know so you do that round by round eight rounds collecting points trying to get these cubes to get your quest so once you get your quest done you can then pick up another one and carry on and get points and so on and so forth okay that was quite a complicated explanation <laughs> I mean it's, at its heart it's a, it's a worker placement game isn't it you place oh, your little there you people go with the terms sorry it's a worker placement game <laughs> basically at its heart so that's what I was about to say <laughs> <laughs> sorry I took the words right out of your mouth uh, yeah so it's not as complicated as I made it sound and like you said you've got these little storylines uh, with uh, there's extra things to do so installing a spy in Castle Waterdeep is skullduggery so my um, Mert the moneylender myself that's me um, I get extra points if I completed a commerce quest or a piety quest what's piety? Piety is like religion -y. religion yeah so it, I could have done skullduggery and got some points but it wouldn't have got me extra points at the end because yeah. my character is not skullduggerous no mine was commerce and skullduggery mm. so that affects like the missions that you chose so one of the at the inn like one of the locations in the city is where you get your new quests and so depending on which lord you were and what you needed to get extra bonus points would decide what quests you took it's worth saying that these lords are face down so it's only known to you mm. so we didn't know I mean, we could guess at what kind of quests each other mm. was going for, but we wouldn't know for sure. And um, you might all be wondering, listeners, how amazingly I can understand this game so quickly. But we have played it before, haven't we? We have. And in fact, both Amanda and I chose it as our highlights of the year in one of our year review episodes. We played it at Amanda's, didn't we? Did. We did. So uh, that was a while back. And so we played it. So I picked it up pretty quickly then. So getting back to it, into it now, yeah. you have purchased this. Benchmark. Um <laughs> 
<laughs> it's really easy to pick up. And it's only... Oh, sorry, I'm reviewing it already. Let's get back to some of this list that you've written for me. It says books... Well, you insert... might as well finish your sentence. Oh. Where were you getting... <laughs> I say, well, it's got a definite end, you know. It's one of my yes. bonus things. It it's is. eight rounds. Eight rounds and you and know done. you've got until the eighth round to get as many quests and points and yeah. things as you can. Anyway, it says here, box insert layout in rules. What does that mean? Well, so... <laughs> I, I will, ta- I will oh, jump into this, this one. Oh, is the problem? No, box. no, this oh. isn't the problem. This is... Right, this game, the inside of the box is perfect, right? Oh, it has a little compartment for every token and every card and whatever. It's perfect. And not only is it perfect, but in the back of the rule book has a diagram of exactly how to put it all in the box. Every game should do this. Like, I don't get why games don't do this. It's literally, I, I've taken a picture already. I will upload okay. it when we release this. But every little bit has its own spec. Oh, it's just perfect. Well, that's and unusual, isn't it? They in, are perfectly organised. I know. And in case you can't work it out, the rule book tells you exactly how to store it. Wow. Because sometimes, some games, you get, you know, plastic inserts with different bits, mm. but it doesn't tell you, know, you're like, well, which one has the cards? Where does it all fit? And you sort of freestyle it. This is like, no, the purple cubes go in this bit. These mm. tokens go in there. Mate, who designed this game? Maybe they've got some OCD. Um, Wizards, <laughs> Wizards of the Coast, I think, they have all the Dungeons & Dragons license. I wonder if all of Dungeons & Dragons games are Wizards of the Coast. so organised. Maybe they have an organised personnel staff member that yeah maybe there's sure one particular person on the team that is responsible mm. for organizing maybe like the original people that were making lords of Waterdeep were like right we've made lords of Waterdeep. shove it in the box get it out there and then someone was like um hang on a second we need to organize yeah. this box um it's worth <laughs> saying so dungeons and dragons the fantasy adventure board games made by parker brothers that literally is just to shove it all in the box and hope for the best uh. you see where's the expansion i've got somewhere it's like the forest woodland expansion that is the shittest box you can ever imagine and I it, like you've just I've just wedged shit in and it's all ripping and spilling out anyway that's for a different that's for a different episode a fun workforce is the one workforce um, are you different lords as well is the next subject on my list. Yes. Uh, what would you like to say about that? Because I, I think we've kind anything. of covered it. All oh, right. I think okay. it's just like everyone different gets lords. oh everyone, everyone gets, gets a, a face lord. down lord. Oh, There's yeah. like eleven lords that you could oh, be. Oh, are they? Let's have a look. And each one has different like victory conditions. So obviously, like Mark said earlier, you get bonus points for completing certain quests. So I guess they're just different combinations. So I was commerce and skullduggery, but this dude, sorry, it's a woman, Brianna. <laughs> she <laughs> looks like a dude. Um, They've got very complicated names, haven't they? Yeah, it's my Dungeons and Dragons Caladorn names. Caladorn Castellanta. There you go. Keblin Aronson, the Black Star. Dernan the Wanderer. But... Kiriani, Agrivia. Mm. <laughs> um, they've each got a little... So, little mine, Naimara Sharon. Uh, aggressive and fearless, the one-time thief known as Kitten <laughs> brings pragmatism and the knowledge of the common citizen to the Lords of Waterdeep. To outsiders, Mert appears to be little more than a drunk and a braggart. What a dick. This disguise hides his true cunning and wit. Oh, the money lender. Met the money lender. Cunning. Mm. Anyway, there we go. Yep. Different yeah. lords and so, different quests. Yes. There you go. Uh, so various quests recruit paladins for terror. Oh, we cannot pronounce it. All the Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> people are like, oh my well, god. Yeah. Take over a rival organization. Requires orange, two blacks, purple, and six money. Establish new merchants guild. So some of the, you know, some of them are quite good for this city and others are like Ooh. 
Ooh, bolster griffin cavalry. Look, there's someone riding a griffin there. <laughs> lure artisans of Mirabar. Why would I want to lure artisans? Oh my god, artisans? you got to confront the Xanathar there. Look at that Xanathar. Wow, well, that is. I'm going to take oh, a picture yeah. of the Xanathar. Um, so, but there's not really like a story story, if you no. see what I mean. It's just these one things with a picture. There's not like loads of text like like you might expect in Dungeons and Dragons. Like you know, recruit lieutenant. It would be like the um, I don't know, Durin the Wanderer. Yeah, found his way in Waterdeep along but there the is, river. There is a tiny of deep water. <laughs> a and tiny recruited a lieutenant by the pub. You there's know. like a tiny quote on each one. So like establish the new merchants guild, and it just says a little coin goes a long way in the city of. Splendors. Mm. You can imagine that being said with a wink. Disrupt the plans of Xanathar, the beholder crime lord of Skullport. How can that be a crime lord? I'm sorry. <laughs> it's only got one eye and like nine billion tentacles. Anyway, um, it's worth noting that there is a slight correlation between the types of quests and the um, like colours of cubes that you'd need. So Skullduggery ones mainly need black cubes because those are the rogues, whereas Warfare mainly need orange because those are the soldier cubes. So they do they do sort of... Oh, correlate, yeah, okay. Correlate that way. Hmm. Fence goods for Duke of Darkness. Protect the House of Wonder. Loot the Crypt of Chantia. Yay, I've done an ally with the House of Tharn. Lovely. 25. Points, what? Please? Fuck off. Retrieve ancient artifacts. Infiltrate the builder's hall. Easy. I don't want arcana quests. <laughs> Impersonate Adbarant Noble. Mm -hmm. 18 points. Fuck two off. Fuck <laughs> off. Means. Me, me. <laughs> I have done a prison break. 14 reward. Whilst you were fanning <laughs> about. I've established a Shadow Thieves Guild. <laughs> I've established Harper's Safe House. Thanks. I'm the Harper. <laughs> well, see, you win. Yay. That means you've got to host the episode. Oh, no. And then buildings as well. There is another option. So how many options? Well, there's like, what, six or seven uh, places that you go on the board and you can choose from to get your get your coloured cubes. Yeah. Uh, but then there's also where you can actually add new sections and build. Uh, there's actually quite a lot of buildings I think you can add. 24. Uh, and each one have different options and different extra things, but you have to pay money to build them yourself. And if you own those buildings that you've built, you can um, you get extra points, basically. It's all about adding to the points. Yeah, but I like that because it means basically each time you play this, city will look different because yeah, people will build, build different, different buildings. Yeah, Waterdeep is ever-changing. <laughs> I'm going to go to the shop and get £4, which is not how shops mm -hmm. work. <laughs> I'm going to go to the Field of Triumph. Well, I'm going to go to the Plinth and get a white. I'm going to build the three pearls. Oh, but I get too quick because you used my building. Mm. So poo off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to buy the Skulkway. I'm going to go to Aurora's Realms. Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't need an orange. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> right, right, I'm going to use the Zorstar. Choose a space containing an opponent's little man. You use that space's action as though you had assigned a man to it. Intrigue cards as well, just when you thought it was quite simple. Uh, you can play these. I mean, they're, again, more points and money. So tax collection, take four money from the supply. Each opponent can choose to pay you four money to score an extra four points. Stuff like that. Or taking a, a you know a, a cube from an opponent and, and replace it with yours or, you know, stuff like yeah. that. It's just little stuff. And again, there's not really much story on those. You know, they're called ambush. No. And arcane mishap. <laughs> You're an arcane mishap. <laughs> but it's worth thinking, you can't just play them at any time. You... 
there's you have to go you have to put a little man a turn, basically you have to put a little man in Waterdeep mm. Harbor to be able to play it okay um before we move on from the intrigue cards they were the most intriguing <laughs> yeah it seems like they I, I had a handle on everything else but I regularly forgot to look at my I intrigue card. like I did anything good I they weren't at I the did. forefront of my mind to no, play no no but they didn't always do what you wanted them to do anyway so no Prime Wave. Take two blacks from the supply and place them in your tavern. But then choose one opponent. That opponent takes one. So you get one black, basically. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. Did you have a strategy? I sort of did have a strategy um, in that it was... Right, you know how my mind works. I'm not good at focusing on lots of different things at lots of different times. So I was a one quest at a time guy. I would complete my quest. I would only focus on that one quest. Then I would go to the inn and get another quest. And I would yeah, only focus on that. I did as well, actually. In terms of like where I placed my meeples around the town. Si city. Sorry, Waterdeep. Um, I literally just worked in order as it appeared on the quest card so let's say i had this confront the xanathar it's white four orange two blacks and a purple so i would get the white one first if mark was in the way and i couldn't get the white one then i'd move on to the oranges yeah. and then if i couldn't immediately get anything i would look at my intrigue cards to see if they would help me if they didn't help me i would look at the building yard thing and see if i could build a new building that would help me um yeah and so it wasn't really because i mean you could because on the very last turn i could have scored a huge extra extra chunk of points if I'd got four extra quid but then you put your last meeple <laughs> on the get four meeple. quid space did you do that on purpose no I just wanted some money because I mean you could there is an element because your quest cards are all face up you could be like oh he needs the purple so I'm gonna jump on the purple space yeah no I was doing the same really I was just concentrating on my own thing and just trying to get and if yeah just move to the next one yeah on strategy I mean like the only other bit of strategy I suppose was just whenever I went to the inn I was making sure I was picking a quest that my lord oh needed. yeah yeah, definitely, yeah. If your shuffling was all right, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, did you have any, or were you just pretty much well, no, the same? No, yeah, I, was, and I pretty much did a quest nearly every turn, or every two turns. Yeah, you were good, like, and you had some really... Well, I was going you were getting like points, 25, like 25 points. points a yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. And that caught me by surprise, because again, I wasn't really paying attention to what quests you had, so when you were like, mm, I've just got 25 points, I was like, what? No! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I found it quite easy, actually. Oh, fuck off. Please. No, <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> Shall we frag? Let's frag. <laughs> uh, oh god, I've got to remember what it is now. Um, F is for fun. Yeah. Fun, 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 fun. I'm gonna say four for fun. I also went for four because well, we played it a couple of times now, mm -hmm. and it's been fun. Um, it might get a little bit samey after you know the format. Oh, you you, do, you can write the numbers down for okay. this because I can't do that. Uh, <laughs> uh, it can. I think uh, we've had enough of a gap since we last played it though. So and it felt a bit more fresh. But I wouldn't play this like immediately, like three I, days in a row or something. Yeah, I think just I just not I gave it the four just because there were a couple of rounds where I was really struggling to find something meaningful to do with my with my meeple. You could get yourself in a position where you haven't got enough money to build any new buildings. And other than just, I didn't really want to just take another quest for the sake of it or just have a cube that I didn't need for the sake of it. Mm. You know, there were a few turns where I was like, what can I actually do that's going to help me? Yeah, I, I found that on the last go, but apart from that. Yeah. What to do, what to do. Right, sorry, I'm just deciding where to put my last little dude. Disappointing, I found myself not really able to do much. Where do I put myself? That is the question. 
replayability. That sort of comes into what we just said, really. Yeah. Like, it is replayable, definitely. Um, and it's fun. It's quite... It's a bit, you know, like in a group, quite quickly to... to if everyone can sort of get into it quite quickly. It's only eight rounds, so... Yeah. It's not and going actually, on for so long. Because... So, because we had... There was only two of us, we it got... It started getting pretty quick, didn't it? It was like, right, go, 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 yeah. go. But, like, so for two players, you start with four meeple each. So that's quick maths. Meeples. Eight meeples. Stop. Why are you fascinated by <laughs> But then three players, you get three meeple each. So that's nine on the board. So, and then five players, you get two each. Meeples. So that's ten. But so actually, the more players, the less options you'd have, and the more mm. people would be taking up the spaces that you wanted. Yeah, and it would be a bit more. Yeah, it would be actually. Skullduggerous, so, as you mm, say. I'm going to say three. Oh, I went for four. Um, Aesthetic. I think it. Well, it does very much look like a Dungeons and Dragons game. <laughs> it does. Um, I love the board. Sure that's a map. Yeah, the board is amazing. Do you want to um, know my problem? It's not really a problem. It's superficial. There's not enough fit people. They're all <laughs> gross, horrible, ugly people. Yeah. Where are the, the fitties? But I think these are what you get on Dungeons and Dragons cards. It's well, like, they're all like battle weary, seasoned yeah, adventurers, aren't they? There's no. I don't know what kind of artwork it is. They're not like yeah. I, it's just that artwork of the people and stuff is slightly off. But everything else, like the map is really cool. So um, I'm gonna say four. I also went for four. The map is a big boost for me. The, yeah. the board map I really like. And gameplay. I, you know what? I'm gonna give it a five. I also went for five. Really easy to pick up. I picked it up very quickly. Yeah, benchmark. And got it. I think you'd look at it and think, oh my god, what is this? That's the thing. It it does look like it's gonna be a complicated Arkham style yeah. thing in a way because you've got all these different cards, got this map, Arkham style map, but with all these different things on. But actually, all the symbols and stuff of like what you do really when clear. you place a meeple on each one, it's so simple to what you know. It's just got a picture of two black cubes and two money. That's what you get. Mm. Or you know, you can work it out. You just put a man where you want, and it's really simple to work out what um, going on in what's the world going of Waterdeep. On. Yes, uh, I'm going to get a good score. So, is there any other like you know, uh, you know, Lords of Waterdeep? Uh, There's one of Dungeons and Dragons. Is there like priests of Upper High, <laughs> oh, Dry High? Priests, no, Dry Priests of Upper High. That sounds like priests some of... shitty teen <laughs> priests, teen show. Priest school set in a priest. What's it no, called? Pri seminary set in the seminary. Priests of Dry High. <laughs> dry Summit. Mm. Oh, um, there are other Dungeons and Dragons games. I don't know. They. I don't think they're the same format. I think they're oh, okay. much different. That's just interesting. So, like, why make this one? <laughs> but it's really good. Oh no, it is. Yeah, I just wondered why. That's all. Oh, so the total score from our frags. Thank you very much, uh, assistant. Uh, is <laughs> um, sixteen point. My name is Naimara. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Naimara. It's sixteen point five. So that's not bad. It's nope, up there. That's good. In the top quarter. I'm disappointed. I don't know. I'm not disappointed. I'm disappointed it didn't score higher, considering how much we loved it the first time we played it. I think maybe it's a different experience with two players. Mm, There's not as much interaction going on. Yeah. But no, I'm. Oh, it's still good. I liked it. Um, I guess I'll ask you this next bit. Was it a win or not? Um, I'm gonna say yes. It was. It's a winner. I'm a winner. <laughs> <laughs> You're a winner, baby. <laughs> I got um, over 100 points in this game. I got over 100 points too. Oh, okay. Actually, with my final bonus, I thought you were going to kick my... Like, there was a time when you were like 30 points ahead of me. Mm. But with my Lord bonus, I was, what, less than 10 behind by the end? But you still beat me. Well done. Um, What's this? Episode 101. So I think that makes it 71 to 30. It does. To the gamers. 71 30. Hey. Well played. Okay, there we go. Uh, What's coming up next? Do we know? Uh, we don't know. Okay, Off the top fine. of my head. All right. I think it's... Probably me playing.
playing Arkham Horror by myself. <laughs> okay, what else have you got recently that might be coming up? Um, so I've got an expansion for the Legends of Andor, which oh, is God. incredibly Isn't difficult. That, yeah, I, I might take a day off on that. <laughs> um, no, you have to because we haven't done yeah, an episode on that. So you have Isn't that like to be... three players? Oh, yes. No, I don't know. No, it is, is, I'm it? sure. I'm, there's a reason we haven't played Legends of Andor. Okay, maybe. All right, so maybe not Legends of Andor. No, two to four. I can see it clearly on the box. Um. Two to four. So shut <laughs> your whining. Um, well, you can see you can see it's that end shelf. So we've got oh. Mansions of Madness, Legendary, Munchkin. Oh, Legendary. Let's Joking just play Legendary Legend. next week. No. Oh, it says on the spreadsheet. No, it doesn't. You don't know how the spreadsheet <laughs> works. So anyway, all right then, fine. Just because you're hosting this episode, <laughs> you still don't know shit. <laughs> Okay, well, okay, everyone. Um, we recommend Lords of Waterdeep very Definitely. much. Go out and buy it right now. Not sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Although, you know, if if Wizards of the Coast did want to sponsor us, I wouldn't say no. I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't shake a confrontation with Xanathar at it. <laughs> um, and remember, you can find us uh, on Facebook at Fun Organized. And remember, you can <laughs> edit this out. Remember, you can find us on Facebook at Organized Fun Pod for Pod. <laughs> <laughs> Organised Fob Club. Shall I do this say bit? Fine. Remember, you can find us on Facebook at Organised Fun Pod, and you can find us on Twitter at Fun Organised. Uh, well, I've been Mark. I've been Phil. And remember, mm, in Arcuma Percula, <laughs> something, something. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye, Ludafiles. <laughs> How rude. Now is the time when we stop. Good night. Good night.